0: Luther's world of cryptids, ghosts, and the unexplained. If you're into strange things that fly above us in the skies, or creepy things that go bump in the night, then you have come to the right place. Much like cryptid creatures or folklore tales, they all have a home here, and so do you, in Luther's world. Welcome to chapter number 19 I never thought it would happen to me real stories told by the people that had the encounters we're first gonna start off with Anthony Bones as he tells us a little tale about his grandmother then we hear from Randy Nicholson who tells us a story about driving with his brother his deceased brother
1: so I've experienced a couple different paranormal, um, I guess, situations over the course of my life and I, I will start from the smallest one and I'll just build my way up. The first paranormal or the smallest experience that I had was I believe I talked to my grandmother in my dream and I was very close with her. She passed away in 2015 and we would visit her in, I guess, an old age home uh, every other day or as much as I can. And when I would visit her, I wouldn't ask her about how she was feeling. I wouldn't really... I wanted to do everything to take her mind off of whatever she was experiencing. Um, She passed away, and then like a couple months after that, I had a dream that she was sitting in her favorite chair uh, in the living room. And I was speaking to her. I don't particularly remember a lot of what she said, but the thing that stuck out was she kept saying how thirsty she was and how she kept having uh, a ring in her ear, it just kept ringing and it was just super annoying. Um, I asked her if she was in pain, she was said no from what I remember, but those are the two things that stuck out. And then I, I, I told my aunt this, maybe a few weeks later when I saw her, and she stopped and she was like, that's crazy because she was uh, complaining the last week, the last week before she uh, passed away, she was complaining about a ringing in her ears and um, how thirsty she was, she was constantly asking for water. She wouldn't eat, she would just keep drinking water. So, I don't ever recall them ever, my parents ever discussing her condition. I didn't want to know about it because it would affect me too negatively. Um, So I truly do believe that I I spoke to her.
2: Hey, what's up everybody, it's Randy Nicholson, aka Agonist, up here at Nightmare Factory with Luther, telling some ghost stories. Uh, Okay guys, so this one, is pretty creepy. Um, hits close to home. Uh, basically, uh, back in 2003, I was stationed in uh, uh, North Carolina, Camp Lejeune, uh, Marine Corps. Um, I had got a phone call that my brother was killed in a car accident here in Georgia. Um, of course, I hopped in the car, hauled ass down here to Georgia. Uh, as soon as I heard the news, um, the night of his funeral, uh, you know, we had the service and everything. I, had, uh, I was invited to my cousin's house. Uh, they were having a get-together um, to kind of just, you know, honor him and remember him, have a few drinks, nothing crazy. Um, I remember at the time I had just had a brand-new CD player installed in my car. And this brand of CD player the volume knob it had a actual knob that you could you had to turn to turn the volume up and down Um, there was no other way to do this you had to physically turn it down or up right Um, so I'm riding down this road heading to my cousin's Uh, I had stopped and got a bottle of liquor um, and you know we're sad, depressed, I'm mourning, uh, grieving over my brother, so of course I'm going to have a couple drinks, you know, and just uh, howl at the moon, as they say. Um, so I'm going down the road, and it's pitch black dark out. Uh, and I'm, I am listen to death metal, uh, I listen to hard rock, heavy metal. Um, there's this one song by a band I love, my favorite band probably, um, Seven Dust. There's a song... Um, on one of the Seven Dust albums, called "Born to Die," well, it's a pretty heavy song. Um, long story short, the guy in the song talks about being ready to die. He's not scared to die, yada yada, that type of deal, right? Uh, so I'm blasting this because I love listening to loud music. I'm blasting. I'm going, ah, "Yeah, born to die, born to die." Da, da. All of a sudden, the volume just goes all the way down to zero. I said, "What the hell?" I look. Sure enough, it says zero, zero volume. I said, okay. It's never done this before. So I crank it back up. This time, I actually looked at the knob, and I, I put this on everything. I watched that knob turn slowly all the way down till we could not hear that song anymore. Now, scared the hell out of me, because the first thing I'm thinking is, oh, we've got another ghost in the car. Then I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's my brother riding with me. Whatever it was, they did not like that damn song. And, uh, yeah, that freaked me out. I got to my cousin's house. uh, I ran in. uh, Grabbed the nearest shot glass I could. Had, like, down like two or three shots of of whiskey. Um, Oh, man, it shook me up. It shook me up. Um, Because, you know, I mean... Things malfunction, sure, you know, at first that's what I thought of, oh, maybe just things tearing up on me. But to actually see the knob physically turn as if someone was sitting beside me and turn that, that song down. Uh, yeah. No, um, very creepy. And as a matter of fact, uh, I've never been down that road ever again. So, yeah.
0: If you have a story that you want to share on the show... Film yourself telling your tale, or write it out in full detail and email it to me at luthersworldmail at gmail.com, and we'll use it on a future chapter. Next up is the devil himself, Drexel. This is Defining the Unknown.
3: Greetings and salivations, I'm Drexel, homicidal artist and king of Northwest Hardcore, and I'm here to define the unknown on Luther's world, and today's word of the day is Krampus. See, Krampus's name is derived from the German word Krampen, which means claw, and he's said to be the son of hell in Norse mythology. See, the legend of Krampus is part of a centuries-old Christmas tradition in Germany, where Christmas celebrations begin in early December. Krampus was created as a counterpart to kindly Saint Nicholas, who rewarded children with sweets. See, Krampus, in contrast, would swat wicked children with a birch rod and then stuff them in a sack and take them away to his lair. And although Krampus appears in many different variations, most share some common physical characteristics. He's usually covered in brown or black hair and has cloven hoofs and horns of a goat. His long pointed tongue rolls out and he has fangs. See, Krampus usually carries chains that are sometimes accompanied by bells of various sizes along with his trusty sack to stuff all the bad kids in. <laughs> kind of sounds like some of the drunk mall Santas I've seen over the years. Uncle Barry? Is that you Luther back at you
0: the paper trail story sent in by you the viewers good day I'm really enjoying your I'm really enjoying your podcast so far so I figured I should submit my first ghostly encounter as mentioned below my parents house has been active for a long time and we do have tons of stories hope you enjoy my story my parents live out in what could be described as the middle of nowhere in Saskatchewan that is up in Canada as it is a little isolated and surrounded by farmers fields my parents house is quite old to my understanding it was two old houses and the previous landlords combined them into one it looks nice but it's definitely showing age throughout the many years that my parents had lived there 32 years to be exact, it has been known to have a couple residents who are not of this world. Many family and friends and family members have experienced unexplainable things, myself included. Here is the first ghostly encounter that I've ever had. It definitely wasn't the last. I was about 10 years old and I was home alone. I just got off the school bus and i was waiting for my brother and sister to get home as we went to different schools and they used to get home about 50 minutes after me i was watching tv and was wondering where they were so i went walking into the kitchen and looked out the sliding door window i looked and there was still no bus coming so i turned around to go back into the living room as i was turning my parents have a glass cupboards I saw my reflection and noticed that there was an old lady standing behind me and she was just staring at me. I instantly froze and saw that she was a couple inches taller than me. She had small round glasses and a wool looking veil over her head. And she was staring blankly at me. She was not showing any emotion. She was just staring at me. As I froze. I stared at her for a few seconds, then I ran back to the living room. I sat on the couch staring at the TV and was too afraid to move or turn around to look back into the kitchen. I didn't hear anything but the TV. I sat there for the next hour until my parents got home. While sitting there, I was trying to rationalize what I saw. After a while, I eventually concluded that my mind was playing tricks on me, and I left it at that. Fast forward a few months, my cousin began living with us. And a few weeks after moving in, she was telling me and my family one evening that the night prior she was sleeping in the basement and she was woken up in the middle of the night. She said that she woke up because someone was saying her name and was shaking her leg. My cousin then said she opened her eyes and looked at the end of the bed and saw that there was an old lady standing there staring at her. My cousin then began to describe the exact same old lady that I saw. As I said at the beginning of this little story, my family members and family friends have experienced similar events at my parents house. I've been a believer of spirits ever since. Thank you for reading this. Take care. Carrie. That is a great story Carrie. If you have more, send them in. I will read them. This is great. Thank you.
4: Hi, this is Dean Alexander. We're coming at you from the Nightmare Factory. And this is Luther's Mail. Quick story. This happened in Colorado sometime around 2010. Driving through a residential neighborhood. It's about 9 to 10 10 o'clock on a weekday. Dropping my buddy off at his house. About five blocks away, we noticed a light in the sky. Not too high up. The The light looked like a star. It had no luminescence for being that low. No flashing, just moving back and forth slowly. I came to a stop to get a good look, and the sky was pretty clear that night, I'll never forget the shape. It was round and appeared to spin slowly, also fairly larger than my SUV at the time. I kept driving, and this thing began to move faster, but still spinning slowly. I could only follow it so much because of the straight neighborhood streets. It briefly left our sight, I made a turn, and there it was again. Just gradually speeding up into the distance. No, I wasn't willing to say aliens right right from the jump because it could have been anything. I thought at the time, but the eye, it could have been anything, I thought at the time, but eyes can, can be very tricky when you're looking at a timeless painting. So what this thing did next gave me chills. As it went off in the night with the immediate speed, it cut and turned left and made the most perfect right angle turn without slowing down, and after that, it was gone. My buddy saw it, left speechless just like me. I may never know what it was that I saw exactly, but I saw it.
5: How's it going, everybody? AEW superstar Marco Stunt here, and we're going to dig in to Luther's mail a little bit. This one's an interesting one. It says... Hey Dr. Luther, longtime listener, first time caller. I'm a SID survivor, that is a Sudden Infant Death Syndrome survivor. When I was 8 months old, I stopped breathing in my cot. And the only reason I'm here today is that my grandpa heard his mother's voice next to him telling him to check on me. Uh, when, he, uh, when he got to me, I hadn't been breathing for a bit. He gave me CPR and called paramedics, ultimately the reason I'm alive today. Uh, Seems weird, but since then, I will randomly wake up and I'll feel like there's another person in the room. Most of the time, there's someone listening to my breathing. It's strange because although I'm aware of it, I'm not like panicked or anything. I kind of know it's someone checking up on me to see if I'm okay. That's my story, though. Hit me up if you need any more info.
0: I would like to thank all my guests. Thank everybody that sent in stories. Thank my storytellers. Um, and most importantly, I want to thank you, the viewers. So until next time, let the chaos run strong It's today.